This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum, Brock. Rebel Scum. That is who we are. Hi. This guy. Hello. I don't know if you could you hear that intro. Did you hear the intro? Oh, I heard it. You just like dramatic pause. You're like, we will wait to start. No, I just watch it go like this. Every week. (laughs) (laughs) The people listening have no idea what's going on. Um, this is episode 241, Brock. 241 of these things. Can you believe it? It just seems like last week was 240. So funny. Last week was episode <laughs> chapter six of Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett's over now. We waited a year yeah. for the Book of Boba Fett, and it has now come and gone. We're going to talk about in that, that in just a little bit, so no spoilers yet. But Brock, before we get into it, like uh, 12 hours, 13 hours after that final episode dropped, we got this. Yeah. What up? Uh, this show That's is cool. called the Obel Obel One Obel Obel One Kanabi Obel. How do you say that, Brock? I'm just gonna let you sit in that for a while. <laughs> it's Obi Wan Kenobi, my friends. Obi Wan. Oh, he's the guy. Oh, yeah. do you mean Old Ben? <laughs> oh, begs the question: Is he going to be Obi Wan or Old Ben here? We gotta say hi yeah. to Heidi and Rez in the chat. Obi-Wan Kenobi Brock coming May 25th, which is the 45th anniversary of the original Star Wars in the theater. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Why did they announce that today? Like, just because? Was there a meeting of some sort? No, but I think when when, uh, Mando Season 1 ended, uh, that day, later on that day, Favreau uh, tweeted out that picture of the Gamorrean guard. The, the Oh, guard yeah, that's right. Right? And yeah. then at the end of season two, we got the Book of Boba Fett kind of teaser, right? And so I think mm-hmm. this was kind of like their play uh, at the end of these shows. They're like, okay, the, the show's the show's over. Here's your little tidbit. Because they didn't have this at the end, obviously. It, I, I think it's four, it's four or six episodes. I don't think they announced how many it is. The people in the chat will obviously let us know. They're very good at correcting us weekly. I'm looking at you, Rez. Uh, they're kind of correcting us weekly. Uh, it's either four or six episodes, all of them directed by Deborah Chow, who of course mm. did two episodes, season one of the book or book of the book of Mandal- the Mandalorian season one. She obviously did. Uh, but uh, before we get into Boba Fett, Brock, any thoughts on this Obi-Wan show? Trailer possibly Super Bowl. Any thoughts on anything? I, I think that's like the best move. I know there's been assumptions that we'll see um, multiverse of madness and some other Marvel thing. I can't remember what. Uh, it's Super Bowl. It's known for f- sports and commercials and halftime shows. So it's like 
though I feel like I can't remember if I was saying this to you or someone else. Like I feel like a lot of companies are trying to pull back on the commercials for someone reason or just that like at Super Bowl. Um, but come on, like it's it's biggest one of the biggest nights in TV. So I wouldn't see why not, especially like now that we have a poster literally days before, like perhaps like I don't know. I can't remember. No, I do kind of remember like past big uh, first like looks were during like sporting events. There was that one for Force Awakens during the Olympics, or was that Rogue One? That was the 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 Rogue One trailer was during the Olympics. The Force Awakens final trailer was during Monday Night Football. Right. Last Jedi final trailer was Monday Night Football um solo was super bowl and then the next day on good morning america we got like that full full trailer right. Right, hi right. pauline so look i think i actually think we're going to get it on the super bowl because like you said yeah. a lot of companies are backing out and i think the ad spots are actually cheaper this year for the super bowl mm-hmm. so I, I could see it happening you know when it comes out may uh 25th so it's a good time throw it on there give people time to to buy their disney plus Tickets. I kind of suspected we might get it at the end of the book of Boba Fett, kind of like we got at the end of Mandalorian season two. I thought that was a decent tactic. Um, but but Book of Boba Fett was clearly a side chapter in the story of the Mandalorian. Like it was very deeply rooted into that. Whereas Obi-Wan Kenobi is I mean, you know, there's gonna be connections, but they're not gonna be as deep, obviously, as it was in this one. So uh I guess we should get into the book of Boba Fett spoilers, Buck. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do unless it. you want to go into what are we going to see in the Obi Wan trailer? Well, we're going to see you McGregor, no and we're going to see a lightsaber, and we're going to see Luke Skywalker getting his head cut off. Like, is is until there's a trailer? I there's like I don't believe anything that's been said about what casting. Or I I don't believe anything till I don't believe your McGregor's in it until we see it. <laughs> He's definitely in it, and Hannah Christensen's also definitely in it because he. He was on an interview and they asked him and he said both of those things. Uh, So it's all happening. It's coming. But yeah, let's get right into the Book of Boba Fett spoiler talk. So if you haven't seen the uh, season slash series, who knows, finale of the Book of Boba Fett, we're going to give you three seconds to turn us off. But come back, please come back. So here we go in five, four, three, two. I said three seconds. We're giving five, four, three, two. Chapter seven, the Ring of Honor or something. I can't remember the name of it. Um, we're gonna, (laughs) Mr. Red says that's today. Yes, today. Uh, I woke up, I had to go into work today, so I woke up and I actually decided, Brock, to watch it early. I went on the treadmill for all 60 whatever minutes of this thing, and uh, that was, I did not regret that at all because as I was going, the show was getting more intense, so my sweat was matching. It was like watching in 4D. That's how it was. Four D watch. Yes. I was I was sweating as Boba Fett and Mando were doing uh, uh, same you know couples figure skating over each other. It was a lot of fun, uh, but it was today. Uh, the culmination of seven weeks started on uh, just before in twenty twenty one. This started a year ago, Brock. Mm. Uh, so leading up to it, uh, what were your was before we get I guess scene by scene? What were your initial thoughts of this episode? And have you seen it more than once? Oh, I've only watched it once because I watched it before I went to work and uh, I just got home from running errands after work. So I haven't even eaten dinner yet. So um, it was good. It, it delivers. Um, 
Yeah, like I, I, I thought it was very, very fun. Um, straight up first response is like, I'm sad that Cad Bane is dead. <laughs> and I was like, he was there for an episode and a half. And it's like, forget all you know about Cad Bane. Like, like it's just, uh, even if you've never seen him before, he's like, oh, this is very interesting. Like the, the dialogue between him and Boba and that, that scene, that, that showdown. Not even prior to that. Either they have like two like real long conversations in the episode, and you're like, "Yeah, this is very cool." And then to top it off, the, the fact that like it's like an alien that's walking and talking and looks like like not that Star Wars hasn't achieved that before, but like this looks like pretty practical. I'm sure there's some CG, but like it looks good. I, I I'm very excited to see if there's a gallery for this uh, like i'm always mesmerized by how they make these shows so it's like uh, i think it was good uh i think all across the board i'm excited uh, i think it was genius sorry i keep rambling i think it's genius like what they've done with telling the story of boba fett but then also just like you know this is gonna happen in mando let's just get out of the way so it's like to end this episode and you're like oh all that stuff that we're not even going to waste a full season on him finding Grogu again. We're just, we're going to start it off. He's got Grogu. So, yeah. Well, you can ramble all you want as a podcast. So dead air is, yeah. it was what would ground us in Kels. Uh, my, uh, okay. To your I want to talk about your Cad Bane point. Cause I, I'm 50, I'm full Brock on that. I agree. But also in the context of the story, it worked like he was, if you take the name Cad Bane out of it, mm. right? It, like, it, and he shows up, and he's this, and he's this menacing figure. And then he's like, "I know Boba Fett." He goes, "You know, I know you, and I know your father." And yeah, you know, he says all these things. In that context, I think everything worked, and I think his death made it all made sense to me there. But on the other hand, he's a character who also did die in Clone Wars, but they never shot that, right? So, or they never, they never did that. So, uh, he's he, because he has that past. It's kind of like, well, that's that's all you're giving us. So I am curious. I know Kicking Air, um, doesn't know Cad Bane that well. And my sister, uh, I did speak to my sister who watches this show, who has no idea who Cad Bane is. Uh, she thought he was really cool, and she said, mm. "Oh, he's a cowboy," and that's really <laughs> all she took. But she hasn't seen this episode yet, so I don't know what she's going to take away. But mm. that's my—that was how I felt. I'm like, within the, within the context of this, it makes sense. And the other thing too is, I said this earlier, is like, if he doesn't die, is he just going to keep pop? Like at some point, they need to stop having him just pop up and be. They need mm. to move on mm. to other, other menacing things. But but Brock, I I always think of Bosk because you are a huge Bosk yeah. fan. And I'm like, I wonder why Bosk didn't play this part. <laughs> and I and I realized, and this is honestly why I think that is, and it has to do with why it's IG-11 in Mandalorian season one and not IG-88, where Filoni said that there are, you know, the legend stories and fans cling to that. And I think that mm -hmm. if they put Bosk in this, I think people would be like, well, that's not what happens to Bosk, because I think this character has right, to die. Right. Right, and so that had to be, and I think because even though Cad Bane has a history, he's still Filoni's creation, quote unquote. Mm. Like not necessarily like he created, but he's created. Yeah. He belongs more to Filoni than Bosk does, and I think mm -hmm. Filoni 
has has the room feels like he has permission to do stuff to the characters that are within like the clone wars and the stuff that he's had his fingers on this whole time whereas mm-hmm. like i said bosk even though he's been on that stuff he's he's passed that and he's had his own history well before before him so uh my vermont mike is saying no no dengar i am crushed beyond belief he's uh he's joking around well him. i i think i i think i've read that like dengar technically is assumed to be in rise of skywalker there's one character that yes I yeah you've seen that right I, yeah. we might have talked about it before i don't know how true that is but like it's just like oh um no but you know what i think i was thinking about this a couple weeks ago like like this show is the new expanded universe i guess high republic is too as well but like it's just like it has this it, it has the exact excitement level. I know there was no shows per se during expanded universe time, but like to read and you're like, wow, there's all this and then this happens? That's crazy. Like so like I feel like generally that's the vibe I feel when I watch specifically Boba Fett. Like Mandalorian obviously is like it's very clear, especially after this ep- this this season of Boba Fett that like for these shows the least run by favreau like this is like mando is the the constant throughout and i think that's great i like i think i said this to you in text it's like we've been told there's going to be four seasons of mandalorian but we're probably gonna get six or seven if he keeps appearing in other shows it's the same vibe um yeah i don't know so like i can understand that like perhaps you don't want to I think they're picking and choosing, right? Of like, you know, because Thrawn, of course, is in Rebels. And then like Black uh, Chrysanthemum, which is not a Filoni creation, but is like put into the show and sort of given a chance, right? So who knows? Boss could show up at some point. I think I, I, I don't think they're afraid to put Bosk in it. I think they're going to no. be careful where they put Bosk in it. It's going to. Yeah. There's going to be a point to bring in Bosk in it. Whereas Cad Bane, look, look, Cad Bane needed an ending. Book of Boba Fett. There's no better place to end Cad Bane than the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Because that's, you know, it just seemed, uh, to, I don't know. It just, to me, that's how it felt that it that it worked out in, in that way. Um, but also this being called the Book of Boba Fett. And then, you know, when we talked about chapter five, the return of the Mandalorian, your biggest concern was, well, what's like, are they just going to take off? And it became very clear that the reason mm-hmm. we went away to the Mandalorian was because because the Mandalorian and Grogu were crucial to the Book of Boba Fett. And and, it, and you know we're trying to figure out why is it called the Book of Boba Fett. I thought maybe it was like the Tower of Boba Fett stuff like that. But for me, Brock, what the show ended up being was uh, the legend of Boba Fett and how he mm-hmm. liberated Tatooine. And that's what this all was. And the reason why we had to go to the Mandalorian and Grogu was because they were a big part of that. Boba Fett is the face of that because he's the one that got everybody together. Mm-hmm. But we needed all of these parts going. And uh, I just thought, <laughs> one of the thoughts I saw people complaining online, which all this is all they do. But I was like, you complain about the sequels for having no plot, no outline our story mm. you know and now you're playing that there's th- that this one that this one had one but it's not the one that you wanted it's like you can't like just take what you're given and enjoy the ride i, I just thought every episode for me was building to something i wasn't sure where it was going and i gotta say when it got down to it the nitty-gritty of it all brock and it was just the pikes and kira didn't show up and the huts didn't show up and she's didn't show up and it was just the pikes i was like 
I'm good with I like that because it, it's the book of Boba Fett. It's this little isolated story, side chapter. I was fine with it. Not everything has to be the end of the world. Yeah, it's I think it's like you gotta look at like Boba Fett as like an old spaghetti western or like yeah. just like old western where it's just like this like drifter comes into town or this like lawman that will take whatever means necessary to bring justice rolls into town and just gets rid of the gang. I think it's just like I the only like it I just couldn't figure out who the big bad was. You know what I mean? And maybe that doesn't need to happen because it's just it like was, Go ahead. I was it was just it was the pikes running the spy. That's all it was. It was just like a simple and and, and Reds is saying the war is not over and I do believe that but oh, this for sure. story was it was literally just the it was the it was Godfather with the other the other uh uh, um, mafiosos and the drugs they want to run drugs and he says they're not running drugs and he wants to clean up Tatooine and it was more it was more that the it wasn't one big bad Brock it was that Tatooine was the big bad and he had to expel that from the town and then all of a sudden you know the street rats and the yeah. other, they all kind of they're all liberated now they, are, just, they like, are exactly what Anakin wanted in the Phantom Menace it's yeah but it just doesn't feel like It you're I get it yeah no I just like it just it, it just doesn't pop for me like it's just I think I said to you is like I feel like we're missing an episode like it's just sort of like here's a rancor and now I ride it so it's just like there would have been nice of a progression but the way they did it I completely forgot about the rancor so when he appears I'm like oh yeah so it's like maybe it's good to like have these two episodes that sort of deviate from the main story so you're like oh yeah I forgot about this. Like at one point when they he went off, I thought he was gonna come back with sand 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 people or Tuscan Raiders. I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> so no, the, what this this series killed at was making characters you loved, both in the the villains and the good guys. You know, like Cobb Van. Yes, give him whatever show, bring him back. Perfect. Uh, Cad Bane, like. He had to die. I get it, and it, it was like an amazing scene. Um, but I'd be like, "Oh, him coming back would have been really interesting." But like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, what happened happened, right? But there's one cool factor about Cad, Cad Bane that we haven't touched on that I just thought of when you said this is Cad Bane is not from the movies. He's from yeah. the Clone Wars. He was an original creation for a show. There's no reason why they can't do that make an alien character cool that we all love that's yeah. bounty hunter oh, yeah. slick like that right like like I, you know they, and i think they they go through this coterie of of uh characters that we know and love and like i said then you can bring in new characters like Cobb vanth isn't an original character he's from the books nobody knows that the seven people that read aftermath mm -hmm. know that and it didn't matter and now you use him, and now the bartender's cool, and then you can slowly yep. develop outwards from that as as it as it goes on. But I think I think that the thing though is it's called the Book of Boba Fett, and I think that's what for me allowed it not to have that big bad to kind of allow it to just be that mm -hmm. small simple story because this is a side act bar in the grand scheme of things. And, but 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 I do believe that he is that Boba Fett Fennec Shand they're going to play a big factor in this Mandoverse, whatever it ends up being with Ahsoka and Thrawn and Mando and all this stuff. They are key elements of that. And this is just the story of how they did this one thing, which yeah. 
inevitably is going to play some kind of a factor uh, going forward. Yeah, I think it's something that like down the road will like will understand why it's called Book of Boba Fett, and like I think it's genius. I really, I do think it's genius. Where it's like, yeah, you know, Grogu is going to get back with Mando. Like you know, it's going to happen. But like to, to to do it, and you're right. Like it's just like these. This episode kind of gives you a sense of why we need to do that, and it's like. It's, uh, I think it's worth it. And like, I think the example of Mando and Grogu, where like they should fall under this category, but now they're like, I think I'm, I get the sense that I see Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Din Jaren, like not agreeing at, at some point, not agreeing with the armor and then also not agreeing with Bo Katan. And I think that's ideal. Like, I don't want to use the term, but like the chosen one, like, I feel like we're definitely going to go to Man- uh, Mandalore and he's going to bathe in the waters so he can be Mandalorian again. So, like, I think the Chosen One can't be led by other people. It has to make- He has to make his own choice. It's in the same with Grogu where it's like, well, you're, you, you, you're very strong with the Force. You should stay with Jedi. But he's like, no, like, this is where I want to be. And it's like, sure, I love it. Uh, but, yeah, like... Uh, to deviate away from the big stuff, like I just I liked a lot. Like Black Christian was awesome in this. Like I think uh, Fennec Shan's like <laughs> execution of all yeah. the gangly <laughs> is like it was great, and like it was great to see them like struggle. But then it was it's like it's awesome, and like when uh, Pelimoto showed up on the skiff <laughs> or whatever the what do you call those things? The guys that pull uh rickshaws like the yeah <laughs> the rickshaw show up with grogu i mean i know some people don't like this character that amy sedaris plays but i'm like i am all in like please bring her back as much as possible i the the mayor's uh right hand man yeah. grew on me yeah i was like oh my god yeah. why do i like i want a black series of that guy and they yeah. kept calling what they call him tailhead or whatever i was like oh my god and now they're gonna have a they're gonna have a spinoff rom com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the part where they're they're all on that on the the rickshaw, and then is it something blows up, or do they shoot one of the droids, and they go flying in the air like all of them? I was like, that's a freaking splash page yeah. from a, a comic book, and it looks good. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like like the rancor. Like looked fantastic, it looked great, and uh, it just everything about the show is just like top notch. But um, I don't know, like yeah, like it's full King Kong at the end. I got we got yeah. I just wanted to bring this on the screen that I saw on the Twitters earlier today, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's uh, from uh, at Kenobi Domi. This is uh, artwork, unused artwork from mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. And that's these are the the what are they spider droids? What kind of what were they called? I can't remember what they were called, mm-hmm. but whatever these things were called. Uh, but this is, but it's a Doug Chang design. Uh, when they mm-hmm. showed up, Brock, I was like, oh, those are. I didn't know obviously they were unused from Attack of the Clones at the time. Yeah, 
but I thought they looked awesome. That reminded me of obviously the bet, like a, a, a upscale version of what we see in the Phantom Menace. And then yeah. when the force field went around them, I was like full star Wars, full yeah. stop. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. And it's like, um, it's awesome. It's like, <laughs> I love like Doug Chang's now like the new Rick. Roy, where he just, or is it Ray or Roy? Roy McCormick is like, yeah, well, here's a couple ideas I had right here. <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. Like, it was perfect in the sense of, here's a, here's a, it just, yeah, because you know what? It's like, it's not the pikes or whatever. Like, they're all the same. They all look the same. You can't really deviate any. There's no, there's no character. Like, it's like that one is this one and that one's that one. So it's like, it doesn't need to be uh, so much a vendetta against them, but like to have a constant, like, oh, we thought we were ready, but now it's like everybody betrayed us at the last moment. So it's like, I liked it. Uh, it's a bummer that the Gamorian guards, Gamorian, Gamor. Gamorian guard just like all over the cliffside. Bull crap, man. That that was I almost wrote Lucasfilm a letter. I was like, <laughs> no, mistake. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was uh, you know, someone obviously had to to pay a price and they were they were faceless enough to do that. They were the ones with no characteristics. So but they were loyal to the end, man. They were mm-hmm. with Jabba's guards and they they wanted nothing to do with uh Boba Fett and they decided they ended up working for him and they were loyal right right to it and they got slaughtered i loved i loved the setup in this episode when all the towns all turned on them it mm. was like it was like uh reverse three amigos the whole way around <laughs> and then all of a sudden Freetown shows up and and bro what did you make and I'll, we won't talk about the post-credit scene aside mm-hmm. okay post-credit scene aside like so pretend you haven't seen it yet what did you make of Cobb vanth is dead Oh, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, he just got shot in the arm. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> but yeah, you don't know. Like, you get shot and like, that uh, could be that. I thought, I, I didn't think he was dead. And then when they said, it, I was like, oh, good. He's dead. Because I thought two things. One, uh, Cad Bane left, didn't kill him to show, to like send a message. Like, don't mess with us or we'll get you. But then I also thought he probably should have just killed him because he's Cad Bane and like if you know you kill the leader. And then when they said he's dead, I'm like, okay, that's good. Obviously, the post-credit scene shows him in the back to tank. I still think he was dead, like Fennec Shan was dead, and they're gonna bring him back as something. And I, I think I texted you this, but I'm thinking what and, and I think we talked about this earlier, but what if they're using him now for the Rangers of the New Republic? Could he be Taking the place, maybe not that show specifically, mm-hmm. but could he be taking the place of Cara Dune? I don't see why not. I mean, I don't know how you get- would have shown up on this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know how you get him there per se, but like, it, it's not that hard. Like, you, <laughs> you could find a way. Like, <laughs> we had we had the X wing pilots show up and just give Cara Dune, and we're like, yeah. That was the show. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. No, um, no, because like I think Oliphant killed it in that role, and like he needs to be in more more Star Wars. So if that's the case, I'm all on board. Or even like you don't even have to call it Rangers of the New, New Republic. It's just like here's a show that's going to take that place. 
maybe use some of those ideas. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. And it because it's called Vanthy, like boom, it already attaches to Mandalorian in some way. So I love it. I did have one fear when I saw that happen. I was like, is anyone because there's a big problem with Star Wars and Marvel a little bit, but Star Wars. <laughs> Like characters just don't stay dead, and now it's like you've killed. So now they're like, "Well, you put him back to tank. You can put him a cyborg arm on him." It's like, at what point? That being said, it's hard because Anakin Vader is the perfect example. Like that's where it started. Star Wars started with characters can't be dead with Vader, and so we're you know that that's my biggest fear is like at what point uh, does someone stay dead and they can't just be brought back as a cyborg. But Cyborg Tim- Timothy Oliphant, I'm all on board. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like I think they're like trying to figure out who it brings your your future like projects. Like because it's like if they put all this into you know Ray and Poe and Finn, and now it's like, well, no one seemed to like that. So it's like, now people are liking these characters. Do we get rid of them? So I don't know. It's like when you were talking about Bosk, like now that like the way this episode ends, where like the people that are causing them trouble on Tatooine are all gone. So now like, what happens next? Do the do we find out that there was someone else like hap- making this all happen or? Does he go further into the underworld? So, like, you could you could throw in Bosk. Maybe he's not a villain, but he's just there, right? So, I don't know. I mean, I I would like to see some Crimson Dawn. They look to like like they want to keep putting stuff on that. So, that could be an option. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because it's like, what is the plan for Mandalorian, right? What are the next two seasons going to be, and will Boba Fett be affected by that? You know what I mean, like. I don't know. I, that's the thing. It's like, what? I still, I kind of don't grasp really why Mando had to liberate Tatooine. I get it, but uh, like, he has no attachment to Tatooine outside of like, there he was. So, Boba Fett, you mean? Yeah. So, Boba Fett. So, but like, but then does he continue on to another planet? I could see that. So, well, how, how do you think that he's going to leave the throne to Cobb Vanth? I don't disagree. I think the reason why I was tied to him was just because this is a, a ruthless bounty hunter who dies. Yeah. He's brought back from the dead. Tusken Raiders take him in. He learns their ways. He learns how to be a, a human, let's say, with yeah. them. He learns the importance of family. It's basically it's a wonderful life, Brock. And then those people are all destroyed <laughs> by <laughs> those people. <laughs> They're all destroyed and so he's like, "There's something going on here that's not right." And then he see, and then so he's like, "I'm gonna make this right because of what he learned from those people." So he's kind of like, yeah. "Yes, he's not attached to Tatooine, but he is attached to Tatooine because his rebirth has only been so long." And so mm. now that's that's what he knows. So he's like, "I gotta fix this problem." And when yes. he's going to fix the problem, he realizes it's deeper than that. The, th- the, the the one thing is, is because it's seven episodes and it's one season, yeah, it's exactly. all very condensed. But really, if you think of it over time, right? If this was something that would have spread out and, yeah. then, and then he liberates them. But but if it spread out, we would have been bored because it would have been the same thing for like years. Like we would have like this is just like a little story. He liberates them, and then at the end, people are get, are complaining because he says something like, um, what is it like? Oh, we're not meant for this. And I was like, what? What? We went through all that. He's not, like, no, 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 he's not. That's not what he is. He did this just to liberate 
Tatooine and these people because he saw a bad situation. So what you're saying might be right. He might be moving on to something bigger. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, maybe, maybe this is the way to get uh, a new ruler of Mandalore going on, Brock. I don't know. Kicking it has a question, though. Yeah, I just saw that. Good question. Like, yeah, why not just have it like play fight dirty? Like, if 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 Cad Bane might not have was, been able to fight him in town. Yeah, like it, it's like if Cad Bane was a bigger presence in the season, like, yeah, we gotta have that showdown. But like really, you just need to stop the the, the pike operations. It's like you knew they, they knew where he was, <laughs> or they knew where these guys were. It's like, why not just go blow it up? But that's not fun, you know? I mean, it's 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 a good question. <laughs> oh, I mean, let's not forget. Like, he didn't like exterminate the Pike, the Pike people. There could be retribution next season uh, of Book of Boba Fett very quickly, and the the, the Hutt could easily get involved. And uh, Lauren says exactly what I was thinking: less destruction. Using a rancor than the fire spirit. That's the thing. He was yeah. trying not to uh, destroy the town, right? He was trying mm-hmm. to save as much of it as he could. And then the rancor got loose and blah, blah, and things go go awry over there. Uh, Boba needed a weapon that was more precise than Slave One. Not mm-hmm. that, so, yeah, everyone's kind of on that. Uh, and then the rancor also ate people, which Slave One could not do. <laughs> which is, that's the answer right there. It was like, except uh, Beskar, the rancor could not bite off Beskar. <laughs> I like the inclusion. The Rancor looked great. Yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. It looks like in uh, Return of the Jedi, and you're like, wow. Um, I like the inclusion of uh, Boba has the the gaffy stick. It's like, yeah, that bring brings you back to that story of like, this is important. Why he spent any time with the Tusken Raiders, so he had this new fighting skill. Because I feel like. I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but like Cad Bane could be one of those people that just knows a lot of things. And it's like I can defeat you because I know your all your tricks. I I figured it out. So it's like this is something that he does not know, and that's what throws him for a loop. And it was the one thing that uh, he said, "I can't figure out why you're doing this." And yeah. it was the one thing that it was, and it was the fact that he learned the importance of being in a team in a family which he never knew before he never had one before it was Django, it was cat it was all that so uh that's what this shit that's why the book of both of it so you know he he learned who he was and he learned uh how to be the greatest leader of all time. but that fennec shan scene let's just move on i'm gonna cut myself off that fennec shan scene taking out all those guys i was like mm-hmm. watching it just like where is she because you know there's some <laughs> speculation like she's gonna she's gonna turn and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, because, you know, and then, you know, the last two episodes, like, she's not going to turn on him. And then it's like, is she turning on him right now? And they went to that scene. I'm like, oh, my God, is she talking to him about their next move? What's happening? And then she just took them out one yeah. by one. That was, uh, uh, for me, that was an all-time scene right there. That was up there. I loved it. I loved the shot. I love the shot of the mayor's feet dangling. Mm-hmm. And you saw, um, you saw the Pike leader in the in the back in the background, in fear, and I was like, "Ooh, beautiful!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's like <laughs> absolutely rest in power. Um, 
But uh, is there no blood in the gaffy stick? What it's kind of Star blood? Wars? There's only, but in Star Wars, there's only blood when Maul gets chopped in half, right? Little... I was thinking about like it was like, wait, there was something I thought was blood. I, one of the mods has like some green coming down the side of his head. I'm like, oh, that's like maybe part of his yeah. cyborg thing. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, the, the two of the mods, their main ones, get character names. I forget what they are, and I think they're the like bartender, Luke and Duke or something. Yeah, and like uh, the the bartender from Freetown is Taddy or something like that. Because I was like, yeah, names. <laughs> They'll get names anyway. Lauren thinks Bane is alive. Brock, what do you think? I'd love it. Yeah, why not? Everyone else is. Why not? Like it's <laughs> he's a great great character. Um, like hands down, like this dialogue he has with Mando. I'm like, yes, please more. Because it's like we kind of talked about this throughout the season. We're like. Are we going to see like memories of his childhood on uh, Camino or like, you know what I mean? Like, like Boba Fett's one of those characters like, yeah, there's a lot here. But then they still don't like in Attack of the Clones where you see him like cradling Django's head like this. We all expected like a revenge plot of some sort, but which you don't see in the movies. We see a bit of it in the show, but like. As interesting it was to see a young Boba that's trying to become a bounty hunter, it's like it's sort of like you you had this i you had a potential idea here. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I would I wish Co- Cad Bane could survive just to have a little bit more of a menace. But then, like, how do you do? How do you get rid of? Like, how do you eliminate him from the episode? And let Mando win, you know, like it's just like it, it just doesn't work that way unless you had three more episodes. So, well, Bo, uh, Lauren says she heard a, a ticking or something like that has been notified, and Mr. Rez has corroborated that. <laughs> this is our research, we just go in the chat. I have to watch it again, I've only watched it the one time, mm-hmm. it's been a busy day for me. I'm gonna check it. Oh, I should say, uh, happy anniversary to my wife, it is my anniversary, and I'm happy anniversary. <laughs> so I've only it. had a chance to watch it the, the one time. Kicking Air says you were there. Kicking Air says the book of Cadbane, chapter one, the raising Bob. Oh, Rob- I think that's Bob- what did you oh, think you're of in. You're in. the the changes to the 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 closing song in the credits? Did you notice the difference? You froze on me. I'm guessing you said the music and the credits, though. The credits, yeah, the credits, like. Did you notice the change, right? We didn't talk about that. That was a nice little ad. Boba Fett. Yeah, it was Boba like, oh. Hawkeye kind of does that too, where it's like, oh. <laughs> um, where it's sort of, they change something and then there's a huge reveal. Um, I like that. That was nice. Uh, what was I going to say? Shoot, 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 shoot. Um, anyways, yeah. So, great, great episode. Like, it just, I keep feeling, I keep, I've said this like four times already. It just looks so good. It looks so good on character design and just colors. And then like, I always forget it's, it's the, the, the volume. I always forget. Like, I'm sure well, when they're, like, the desert shots are, that's a, like, oh, I don't know. I know for a fact, like the desert stuff during the day, that's, that's real. That's like Arizona or something like that. But like. Uh-huh. Like it's, I just completely forget. I mean, I hope they do release a gallery because I would like to know all the secrets. 
But like the stuff where with Luke and Grogu, is that the volume? Because I completely didn't even think about that. I'm like, that looks like a forest. There's somewhere. It, it, it probably was because let's be honest, that entire that every time Luke and Grogu are in a scene, you're basically watching a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really matter where they are. There's yeah. nothing real happening there, which is incredible when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vermont Mike wants a spinoff with the bartender and a week <laughs> cheers in Star Wars. I'm all for that. You can get B. Arthur in there. Good yep. times happening right there. Um, I, I look overall for me. Um, I've I know I'm in I'm probably in the minority here, but I'm gonna say anyway, and I don't care. And I might be a show, but I think this is the strongest we've gotten on Disney Plus for Star Wars. It might be the strongest we've gotten for, uh, in the. It might be the strongest we've gotten in a long time for Star Wars. Maybe since Clone Wars. Uh, maybe Rebels. Rebels is is like an uh, under. Is it underappreciated or undervalued gem? It's but it's a, Rebels is such a gem, and so much of this is coming from Rebels. Like it's just like you know they take Rebels and they go with it. except for Hondo who still hasn't shown up in live action, <laughs> but whatever he's at he's at Disney parks right there. But I I just for me I just feel like and this is not even a knock on on mando one or two uh because it just makes me think that mando season three is going to be even stronger like i just feel like they've really like mando one they had fun mando two their feet were securely on the ground and this one they're just like we know what we're doing here's here it is we're going with it and it just makes me think that mando season three is going to be even more uh just like an even better ride and more fulfilling yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's um, yeah, it's just like I have to wait. I have, yeah, it, <laughs> Rebels is better than Clone Wars. <laughs> His opinion, I, I, I also agree, but I'm not gonna. You know what though? Sorry, Brock. One thing that drives me nuts, though, and this has nothing to do with what he's saying, but when you go online, like three, they give you like an option of like six or nine. They're like, you could pick two. The rest have to go for. Stop. Oh yeah. Let's just stop it. Let's just. How about we just? How about we just sit down and enjoy what we have, and not Mm -hmm. get into these petty little arguments over who makes the best pizza, best Star Wars, best. Who cares? Let's just enjoy what we have. We're so spoiled right now (laughs) with all the content we're getting. Like it's just like if you don't like it, go cry a river and come back in May and watch Obi Wan Kenobi. No one cares. Like yeah. if you love it, that's great. Come back in May and watch Obi Wan Kenobi. Nobody yeah. cares. It's like let's enjoy what we have. Let's stop pitting stuff against each other. And this again has nothing to do with what he said. It just made me think of things that I see all the time online. That drives me absolutely nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Rah! Um, yeah. <laughs> So like it's it's you know and the the, the the other thing is like I want to rewatch these shows or these episodes like it's it's an enjoyable watch like I think I would be curious of what it would have been like if Mando wasn't so uh, front and center after in the last three episodes. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to even say that because you need him in that episode. Um, but yeah, like it's, oh man. How awesome it's, was it seeing him and Boba Fett fighting side by side like that? Yeah, though? exactly. They're like, right. He's like, it's the way. Do you really believe that stuff? I was like, yes, I do. It's like, he's an interesting character because he doesn't, he's not, he's not, yeah. I mean, so is Boba Fett. But like, yeah. like Mando is just like, 
no, like this is who I am. I all these things happen to me. I put it if I don't fit in your mold, cool, but like that's me. So yeah, I, but, I think, but, yeah. Isn't this why we watch these shows? Why we watch mm-hmm. these movies for these moments? Yeah. Like, isn't that why we watch it? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, it's. <sighs> Obi-Wan Kenobi, May 25th. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. May 25th. Uh, and I'm thinking, and I, I guess we're getting uh, Bad Batch before that. I believe so, right? I think so. I thought they said spring, and there's not much spring after May 25th. You've got literally <laughs> a, like a month, less than a month after that of spring. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to get, look, 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 if you are into all of these, like, nerdy things, you're going to get Moon Knight, you're going to get Moon Knight on March 30th, you're going to get Bad Batch sometime between now and whenever, then you're going to get Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, uh, Like, this is such a, it's it's a remarkable time that, you know, in the 90s, this is what we dreamed about. Yeah, yeah. All it says is Bad Batch Spring 2022, <laughs> March to June. Oh, thank you. Um, no, yeah, exactly. It's like, I, well, we've said it before. Like this show is on, Peacemakers on. You really like Lost in Space. Like it's like there's solid shows um, going on. Well, I watched Lost in Space. Well, but you know who did the theme music for the original Lost in Space though? Uh, Michael Giacchino. Jonathan Williams. Oh yeah, well, like the original '60s one, but they they use oh, it yeah. crazy in the show, and they're, and I, and I'm like, and the music's just so good, and then you're like, well, it's John Williams, of course it's so good, and I love the original. I love the original Lots of Space Black, love it. I even like the movie in the '90s, and um, with Hallmark's own Lacey Chabert, and I also really enjoy. Uh, and the new one was okay. It was just it was very TV show, but but yeah, like the the, the quality of television we're getting now is is wild. Um, yeah, but, but 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 to Heidi's point, what you're saying though is this is what George Lucas was doing, and this is Marvel is basically giving us like the Marvel movies are shows, Star Wars was shows. That's why they're called Episode One, Episode Two, Episode Three. They're the the, the mm-hmm. serials that they that he used to watch in theater. That's what they've always been, and yeah, absolutely right. You get more room to tell these stories and these worlds that we're in. These Star Wars worlds they benefit from mm-hmm. spending more time in them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I, you know, I kind of look forward to hopefully maybe a Star Wars movies that shows a TV character in that at some point. I can't see why not. Like it, it's, and it's, it's like, I think we talked about this last week. It was like CG Luke, like looks good. It looks really good. So it's like, scary. it's like, there are points where you're like, oh yeah, that's not him. But like, it looks real good, and it's like, yeah, that means we could have Han in this at some point. We could have Leia, you know. We could have Admiral. <laughs> He's a costume, anyways. <laughs> but like, you know, like it's like, why not? It's, I mean, you gotta want to be just, you want to be respectful to the actors. Obviously, Carrie Fisher's passed away, so it's like, you gotta pick your moments. I mean, they technically have already done it with Rise of Skywalker, but like, yeah. They um in that last gallery when they talk about when they talk about uh, Luke, John Favreau talks about it's that fine line of what's right and what's scary, 
And mm. deep fake is scary, man. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. Deep fake is a scary technology. Yep. Now, like Rob sent me a video of Guardians of the Galaxy and put my face over Star Lords. So I was like, that is scary. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, if, I mean, it, it wasn't like perfect or anything, obviously, but I was like, that's kind of, you know, I was like, this is weird. Like it, it is weird and you can overuse it. And you know, none of the vocals that we hear Luke say are real. Those are all synthesized. Yeah. Which is even scary. Like, so, you know, almost, you know, the body double was there. Other than that, it's basically nothing real going on yeah. with it's yeah there's a fine line is what i'm saying and i think mm -hmm. luke is fine i think what they did with leia and rogue one is fine tarkin tarkin the one that is like bored because he did pass away that's the one that's kind of bordering on him there's like at what point do you just say no but as long as you're tasteful with what you're doing yeah right? yeah be tasteful in it and and you and it, and it has to serve a purpose i think it's um it's okay. And Heidi is saying that Carrie Fisher's family has already approved it in yeah. for future movies, which is good. And and look, for me, I'm like, if you can make it look like that and pull it off like that, I'm more for that than than recasting because you've been so like cautious on continuity. Uh if it's like a major, I don't know, if they do a Luke Skywalker show, I don't know if I want to watch all of that, but yeah. if it's just you know, him him popping up, I'm for it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, solid series. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's my seventh favorite Star Wars show. <laughs> number one, droids. Number two, Ewoks. Number three, anyway. All right, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Never. Tell me the odds. Successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to one. Never tell me the odds. Boom. Why would you tell me the odds? Because some people think what the odds are that we're great. And those people help us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do and you think we're great, why don't you go head on down to Patreon.com and support us in any way you like. That's fine. Whatever. We appreciate it. Like We love that people love what we do and we like to make sure they know they are appreciated and those people are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniford, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer. <laughs> Cosmic Girl 2, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and Denna Nerds. And you guys, thank you for paying my internet bill. I forgot to pay it this <laughs> month, apparently. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I should talk or not. So anyway, uh, are we back? Am I good now? Am I good now? Yeah, now? yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Never tell me the eyes. The first odd is from executive producer Heidi Fetter. Um, the odds of Maz Kanata appearing in a Disney Plus series. Are we going to see Maz Kanata? You know what? Let's take this one step further if Heidi will allow me. Will we see Maz Kanata in Obi-Wan Kenobi? Sorry, say that again. Are we going to see Maz Kanata in live action, specifically Obi-Wan Kenobi? I hope so. I'm going to go 
60% because I want it to happen. But I don't know. It's like, I feel like anything sequels, they're going to try to avoid. I'm sure there's I'm, something I'm forgetting that they have. But you know what I mean? This, this is what annoys me, Brock. What you just said is probably, although they have been doing the prequel, the sequels a little bit in this, mm. but have they not learned their lesson? When they first bought Star Wars, they like ignored the prequels altogether. Like Clone Wars is gone. Everything is in the original trilogy. And after that, they ignored it. Don't ignore the sequels. People hate the sequels. That's fine. People hate the prequels. That's fine. But it exists. Don't ignore it. But I'm with you. I've got to go 13%. I just think Maz Kanata... I think they failed in every way with Maz Kanata as a character. Remember when they're like, she's like Yoda, but not a Jedi, but she knows the force. And then we saw her and it was like, okay. And then she went from like kind of being kind of cool to like having a jetpack and talking about making love to a Wookiee. And then like, and then like a puppet, like a Disney parks thing. It was like, it's just like, they just like lost all <laughs> whatever they were doing with it. So I'm going to go 11. You know, I'm going to go 11.38%. One, one, three, eight. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we got, we got Polly just for a second. Uh, Jason Brock, by the way, last week, Girls with Sabres played Ben's theme, and I could see why they made the comment when Luke was carrying Baby Grugo on the backpack. So that is because uh, we talked about that last week. Right. All right, there. Uh, our next odd, and let us know what your odds are in the comments uh, on the live chat too, and in the comments below, and all that stuff. And halftime, will half of the runtime of the Obi Wan Kenobi series be flashbacks? Will it all be flashbacks, Brock? No, that the fifty percent. I should just go full Brock. Um, <laughs> no, I think at twenty five percent, that's going to happen. Like, I think. Do I want it? It's hard to say. It's like, what is this show going to be about? But uh, <laughs> the poster doesn't tell you what it's about. It's like sand. I'll hide from that. my my enemy because he hates sand. Star Wars has a sand problem. Here's more sand. Here we go. Take it. Take it all. Take all this. I like uh, people just don't understand. Uh, did you give a percentage? Yeah, twenty five percent. Oh, 25, right. I'm going to go 25.3%, Brock, just just on the chance that we get. I think we'll get, we could get like one episode that's almost entirely in flashbacks. I am curious how they're going to have Anakin and Obi-Wan talking to each other because Ewan McGregor did say that uh, he said we get to hang, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something about hanging out with Anakin and Obi-Wan hang out together again, which tells me it's got to be flashbacks, right? So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what we're going to get. And how it's going to play out, and um, I, I don't. I think they're going to hit a home. I don't know. They're going to hit a home run with this one. It's going to be hated by everyone on Twitter, but aside from that, they're going to hit a home run. I think because Ewan McGregor's back, Deborah Chow is solid, um, and I, I, I just think everybody knows. I think everybody making this is like, let's just make the damn best. Star Wars we can. And or by the way, Brock getting a season two. We didn't even talk about them. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um is, do you have news today? We didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we have I have I have stories. <laughs> oh sweet. All right. Uh and our final odd today. Uh, will the will uh Ahsoka appear in Obi-Wan Kenobi? What are the odds of Ahsoka appearing in Obi-Wan Kenobi? I think if we did what are the odds of her appearing in Book of Boba Fett, we would have said zero. So Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go forty percent. 
uh, it'd be cool, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Put in a flashback for sure. And like, yeah. Like we're all assuming that there'll be a flashback to Duchess of Teen of some sort, maybe. So it's like, perhaps, I don't know if the episodes where he's there, like, is it Anakin and Ahsoka there? So. That would be fun, but then you get Rosario Dawson a player. Oh, that would be yeah. a lot of fun. I would be all I would be all on on board with that. I'm gonna go full Brock on this one. I don't think we will, to be like completely honest, but I, I didn't think she'd be in Book of Boba Fett. And now, granted, Book of Boba Fett is in that Mandoverse and the Ahsoka shows in that Mandoverse, mm-hmm. but because it's all Star Wars, theoretically, Obi-Wan Kenobi is connected to the Mandoverse. So that's what's going to leave me on the uh, full Brock because it, you know, it just uh, probably is going to happen. So let us know what your odds are. Like I said, in the comments below or uh, to the side in the live chat, we'll like to read them. Uh, but right now, Brock, we're going to go over to this little thing that you like to call the hollow news. Da, 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 hollow news. Da, 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 hollow. Da, 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 da. Give my myself. Hello news. news, the news you need to know right now. During the last Nintendo Direct presentation, it was revealed a Star Wars classic would be coming to the Switch on the 20th April of this year. Uh, it will be the third person action title. Uh, we all love Star Wars The Force Unleashed, which made its original debut in 2008, originally developed by Chrome Studios and Aspire. And will once again, they will handle the port of this to Switch. Um, I believe it was Xbox. Um, the version is de- apparently slightly enhanced version of the Wii title, and will get you back to will set you back <laughs> nineteen ninety nine US dollars on the Nintendo eShop. It will take about three point nine gigabytes. And the here's some slogan for it: Unleash the power of the voice. The voice, the force in this classic Star Wars action adventure. As Darth Vader's secret apprentice, you'll use devastating force powers and lightsaber com- combos as you hunt down Jedi Masters on familiar planets. Use button controls or opt for motion controls enhanced from your original Wii version. You can also duel locally with a friend to determine who is the galaxy's most powerful Jedi. Star Wars The Force Unleashed launches on Nintendo Switch on April 20th. Pre-orders begin today. So if you need this game on your Switch, go get it today. Uh, in comic book news, uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Obi-Wan is coming out May 25th. So, of course, Marvel is going to launch an Obi-Wan series. Star Wars Obi-Wan, a new five-issue miniseries from the House of Ideas, a.k.a. Marvel, will launch in May. Star Wars Star Comics has an exclusive reveal. It will be written by Christopher Cantwell with art by Ario Anadito. The series finds a titular bearded hero in the final days of his time on Tatooine, chronicling earlier adventures in his own journals, which if you've uh, been reading any of the Star Wars, was in the Marvel Star Wars ongoing series. The tale spans Obi-Wan's entire life as a guardian of peace and justice, including his days as a Jedi initiate, Padawan missions, experiencing Clone Wars as a Jedi Knight, and facing new threats as a Jedi Master. Uh, right now, Jedi or Jedi StarWars.com has a first look at the covers for issue number one, and they have interviews with the artist and writer. So check that out if you're interested, and it will hit your newsstands in May. Oh, conveniently around when Obi Wan will 
be launching on Disney Plus. And this has been your Hollow News. Where am I? There I'm back. It's almost like they planned it, Brock. Hollow News. I I gotta tell you, I um I am excited for the Force Unleashed on the Switch, and I can tell you why because I cannot find my PS3 version anywhere. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to it, uh, and I've been like, oh, I want to play it again, but I can't. This news comes out, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Anyway, are, did you pre-order it already? Are you like... No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I Yeah, but like I said, I, I, I haven't pre-ordered it. I'm not going to. I'll just buy it when it comes out. But I am looking yeah. forward to it because I I, uh, I have one too. Oh my gosh, it's top five moments from the entire book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Here's the best part. My list is empty. It's like a completely empty list. I have nothing on it. So it's gonna I'm going to be brocking this one. Mm. Uh, my number five is when the huts show up in episode two mm. black and black chrysanta appears and we're all like what is happening <laughs> my number five is sarlacc pit both in the beginning of the first episode and when he returns later like i was just like wow cool but like the opening three minutes of the first episode where he just wakes up and he's like i gotta get out of here i'm like yep that's all we need it's perfect my number four is when he's shooting down the biker gang with mm. this slave one. I loved it. Why is there not a Mando or Boba Fett video game yet? Come on. <laughs> my my number four is Black Christanton, uh, aka Santo, aka Black K. Um, just in general, but like I'll pick the bar scene specifically. Like it's just like he. He could have easily walked away or whatever, but no. Or he's like, I could do one thing or the other, and he did a totally opposite of what how would happen. And it's like, just like the attention to detail on like how Wookies interact with people and just what a bounty hunter or what someone like who is like enslaved in the uh, like I forget what they call it, the Coliseum or whatever. He was in a fighting pit, so it's like I loved it. It was great. My number three is um, the moment when he's made his gaffy stick and they do the ritual mm. by the fire. That is my number three. That is a a pivotal point of this uh, plot. And that is my number three. <laughs> my number three is being Cobb Vanth being awesome, making bandanas cool. Uh, no, I, I just... I find that character very, very interesting, and like the the standoff he has with the Pikes uh, in Freetown area, it's like it's like oh that was cool. Like that right there, it's just like this is what you can base a TV show on. Like here you go, he's done cow- <laughs> all the fans has done, done cowboys before. <laughs> Here's another cowboy you can do. It sells itself. <laughs> uh, my number two is when uh, I don't know. I have like a tie here between Boba Fett slicing his leg with the. Saber or the standoff between Cad Bane and Cobb Vanth. Those are my they're tied for number. You know what? It's tied for number two. I'm tying it, Brock. I'm gonna have a tie. Whatever. We've done 241 of these things. I'm allowed to have a tie. That's my number two. My number two is Cad Bane as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with this uh the showdown between him and Boba. Like I said already a bunch of times this episode, like I liked like it's like, oh, you're like your father, you're, you're this and yeah. that. Like, like, 
mm. and this Cad Bane in general just looked so awesome. I was like, wow. Even when like he's like, he kills him and he falls in the sand, and you can see the the metal on top of his head. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> I love that he walked everywhere. Do you think how long do you think it took him to get to Freetown? He's like, well, if I go now, I'll miss Din. Mm -hmm. uh, my sister just said that this was her favorite episode. Oh, nice. Which sister is this? You have two. Uh, Stacy, my ah, nice. Sister. The other one does not care. She didn't. She thought that she. My other sister has a newborn, and she yeah. uh, bought she bought um, the baby baby Yoda like one like a little onesie. No, he has a two piece. Whatever. It's a little baby clothes, yeah. and it has a picture of Grogu, and then. Uh, on the butt, it says, like, come to the cute side or something like that. And she's like, look, I got a baby Yoda. And we're like, oh. And then uh, she she actually thought, Brock, that mm. baby Yoda was actually Yoda as a baby. And the show was about Yoda growing into being wow. Yoda. <laughs> and I said, we can't be related anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. She is your dumber sister. That's fine. yeah, it's definitely true. And, she, and I was like, no, the, the Grogu. She goes, what's a Grogu? I was like, this is. And then my other sister Stacy explained everything to her. And Aaron's like, oh my god, Baby Yoda's the best. Uh, by the way, I loved when Pelimoto. Now I know her name. Now I was like, Grogu. That's a horrible name. Can I just point out that this series, it was like everyone's like Boba Fett's gone soft. Everyone in the, like Fennec and Cad Bane are like, you've gone soft. He's like, no, you're both stupid. <laughs> you're not getting it. And then this episode made him a badass. And then Grogu, everyone hates the name. Like, that's a terrible name. He's like, well, it's my name. Suck it. Uh, so I, actually, uh, I love that. My number one, though, is uh, controversial, to say the least. It is this moment in this episode, Brock, when we have the big King Kong moment of, of the yeah. Rancor on the Empire State Tatooine building. And then he comes down, and Grogu walks up to him. And then becomes the Rancor yeah. Whisperer, puts him to sleep, and then walks up beside him. And cuddles next to his little doggy. <laughs> I was like, this is the best moment of television history. Yeah. That's my number one for two reasons. One, it shows the power of the force. Two, it shows just how innocent baby Grogu is, which makes me think he will be ruling Mandalore in 50 years. <laughs> Before I do my number one, I need you to uh, spotlight this uh, this mention right here from Ari. Wake up, Brock. That's my wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yeah, my number one, it's gotta be the Mando, Mando and Grogu stuff just in general. Like it's, it's everything that happens with them is just like game changer in this, this show. Like it's a book of Boba Fett, but then like they come in and it's just like a whole, but like, I guess it kind of works at the end, but I love it. Like it's solid. Just anything like Greg, if I have to boil it down, it's like anything that Grogu does, like, X-Wing shows up and Archie's in the back and we're like, Luke? I actually was like, Luke? Why? What? I was like, and then I was like, Grogu's like, I'm just dropping him off. I'm like, yeah. So it's like, this like this show is immediately amazing because of a puppet. Like, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, uh, R2-D2 flying the astromech yeah. droid down with Grogu. Yep. R2, to me, it remains the face of Star Wars, but I feel I, I know they wanted this with BB-8, but I feel Baby Yoda Grogu is taking that mantle from R2. There's like a, a handing of the baton, and it it it's going from R2 to Grogu. Grogu is I think I don't even think it's a a debate. I think 
Grogu's the face of Star Wars. And I mean, like I say R2, but it, clearly it was Darth Maul in the prequel era. BB-8 slash Ray, maybe. But now it's Grogu. Like you put, I was at Walmart today, Brock, and Grogu was on everything. Male, female, young, old. It didn't matter. It was like a, yeah. everything had Grogu on it. And I'm sure it sounds like hotcakes. Yeah. Um, and uh, oh, by the way, my, my number one favorite part of this show today was uh, <laughs> the mayor's man. Like, here's the topic. Oh. Hey, and then he read the tablet and it says nothing. <laughs> I don't People know why. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was like, I knew it wasn't going to be anything. And then what yeah. happened? I, I don't. I was just like, oh my god, I'm all in. I'm, I don't know what it was, but I was in on it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the series as a whole, and I have no shame in that. And I really don't care. And we can nitpick all we want, but like I said, man, we're so like spoiled right now with everything. Like, let's just enjoy it. And uh, we have until May to, to complain and moan about everything. So let's <laughs> complain and moan going forward. But this has been episode 241 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. Brock, anything else you want to say before you get dinner? Uh, you know. Go watch, uh, go watch the man. Uh, what's that thing called? Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm about to re start reading my last uh, book that I haven't read in the High Republic. So next week I will be talking about that again. Uh, yeah, and uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day to you, Brock. Yeah, and maybe you'll wake up for it. Wake up immediately. <laughs> no. Immediately, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Locke. Thanks, everybody, for watching, commenting along. This has been a lot of fun. We'll be back next week with a new episode, 242. It's going to be a very special one. But until then, Brock, you are always scum. Rebel scum. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.